Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. Yes, indeed. I am Tony. I am Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. And more even than welcome to the campfire. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We sure appreciate you being here with us on this Thanksgiving. We are thankful for all of you. Yes, we are. We (laughs) truly are. It's been... Gosh, you know, this is what, episode 74, so it's been a year and a half. And we sincerely are grateful that you have chosen to bring us with you on your journeys out there and listen to what we have to say. And hopefully we provide you with some value. That's our goal. Like the hokey pokey, that's what it's all about. (laughs) So. Guess what we got? (laughs) (laughs) We spent some money. We did spend some money, but we got a new to us truck. Yes. If you don't know what we have been talking with since we bought our Rockwood Mini Light 1905S in 2016. Yes. Yeah, it's the Sapphire Edition. I don't know what that oh, means. I thought F stood for slide, and we don't have a slide. I was confused. Since we bought that in December of 2016, we have always towed it with a Nissan Frontier, which has been a bulletproof, wonderful, we love really reliable the Nissan Frontier. Yeah, it has been a terrific tow vehicle, and that trailer is about yeah, it's probably about 32, 3300 pounds with all the stuff in it. And it has done a fine job. We've been over mountains and to just all sorts of places and never had an issue. No trouble keeping up with nope. traffic. No trouble getting on freeways. None at all. So why did we buy a new truck? I don't know. <laughs> it was really a sad day. You know, you know, if you are driving something and you're getting kind of tired of it and you're like, oh, thank goodness, I finally get to turn this in and get something new. That wasn't us. We were like crying and well i don't know about well, not all that. really crying but we were kind of sad to trade out the nissan frontier we really really love the truck but we were ready for something a little bit bigger yes oh, oh, more power <sighs> more power and we got more power so we did so we bought a ram yes we bought a 2015 ram bighorn with the hemi in it and already have gone on two trips with the trailer with it and it's amazing how different a tow experience it is. <laughs> I haven't towed with it yet, so I might be doing that very soon. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But the truck is fantastic and it had a shell on it already. So that was something we were considering doing with the Frontier for a little bit more storage space. So that is a check mark. That task is completed. This truck, we found it with a camper shell on it. The only thing it did not have is the brake controller. Right. Which normal people would find an easy thing to do. You go to, you know, Fred's <laughs> pickup store and you have them install an aftermarket brake controller. But That's normal people right so you're ding dong here (laughs) he decided to save money and do it himself yeah exactly well we won't get into that but (laughs) but it's done yes the point 
can be made that it is done and we have a brake controller and it's integrated into the electronics of the truck so we don't have another box attached to the dash which we had with the Nissan. Yeah and it uses some of the truck's smarts Mm -hmm. to help with the brake controlling and all of that. I like the integrated brake controller plus it just looks cool. It's there on the dashboard it's a proper It looks like part of the truck. Yeah because it is now. (laughs) You know I will wrap myself out just a wee bit. I saw a lot of YouTube videos how to put this brake controller in and it looked mostly easy except for one little part and the dealer wanted 300 bucks to put it in and tony decided to just go ahead and save that 300 dollars and do it himself so if you need any pointers on how to take the entire dash off the inside of your ram yeah call tony he can yeah, tell, I can you, tell all you all about, about that <laughs> and i can tell you about reprogramming the computer and just all of that And I did not save $300. (laughs) I did not save any dollars, but I got it done. So it it is what it is. Right. The the truck now has an integrated brake controller. A different man (laughs) might have saved $300. Yeah, a normal person would have been like, oh, $300, that's a deal. Not me. I'm like, $300? Are you kidding? I can do that myself. Well, you did. I did. And you can say that you did it and it's I done can. and we got something to be proud of. I don't know about all that, but we have a brake <laughs> controller. So. We have a brake controller. Well, speaking of being proud, as we continue on our Yak Fest here, we are very proud of the reviews that we have on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now, as it's called. And we got a new one. So this week we got a five-star review from Winifred165. So thank you Thank you, you so much. Winifred165. We appreciate your five-star review. Yeah, and what that does is it tells other people who are looking through Apple Podcasts that, yeah, people are actually listening to this and they're providing value and doing a good job. So it really does help with our distribution. So... We get more people listening to us, which means better guests for you. Yeah. So on that subject of better guests, we have... We have some terrific guests this week. Yeah. And I hope that you're hungry. Oh, yeah. Because we are talking turkey. Literally. Literally talking turkey. We have some guests that are going to talk about their favorite Thanksgiving camp recipes. And these aren't just regular old guests. No, these are guests that have cooking backgrounds and have been or are professional chefs and have fed us well over the years. Yeah, we were skinny when we (laughs) met them. Okay, not really. We know our guests. We don't just randomly pick anybody up off the street (laughs) for this. (laughs) Anyway. No, these are people who, well, you know, let's stop yapping and let's get them on here. We are here with our friends, Dan and Jerry Driver. Thank you for being here with us. You're welcome. Oh, you bet. And we are excited that Dan and Jerry are with us, partly because we love to camp with them and partly because yep. we love to eat with them. Yeah. <laughs> Those go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. I think that there is some cooking experience in your background. That's right. Dan, why don't you tell us about that? In a previous life, so to speak, I used to be a chef. I used to work in uh, various locations cooking food for various people, all sorts of types of food from high-end food to just comfort food. My favorite overall is just giving somebody something that they're familiar with and they're comfortable with and they can enjoy. So it goes back many years, but however, it's been quite a long time now since I've 10 years, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's a passion that we don't soon forget. 
That's right. So in our house, Tony does a majority of the cooking. In your house, Jerry, do you let Dan do all the cooking? He does a fair amount of the cooking, but when I met him, I didn't really think I was a very good cook, although I managed to keep alive three teenage boys. (laughs) But he had shown me some tricks that he does during cooking, and so I tried them, and I actually enjoy cooking more than I thought I did. And I enjoy making people happy with food. I think that's why we like hanging out with you guys. (laughs) Oh, I think it's because they're fun to hang out with. And we are going to go camping together for Thanksgiving. We haven't really planned our menu yet, because why would we? It's a day and a half away. (laughs) Actually, as people are listening to this, we are camping. That's right. They will be listening on Thursday. They will be listening as we are camping. By then, we probably will have planned our menu. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or not. There'll be turkey involved, I can tell you that. I can tell you that. That's a good thing. Besides turkey, any other things that you particularly like to have for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of traditional stuff that we'd love to have. We'd love to have have a good stuffing and stuffing i think has to have the inside of the turkey you got to have the oh. guts and stuff inside your turkey. Oh, okay. oh we have a disbeliever oh, no oh. And, then, and do you have to actually stuff it into the turkey no no, no. okay no. that's not something good. you do not want to do <laughs> no that is a food safety that is a food. Oh, yeah right. so you take the insides and put them in the stuffing but you don't stuff the stuffing in the inside that's right <laughs> right that's right it's kind of backwards it is kind of backwards I like putting chorizo. So the other day someone said, well, that makes it dressing, not stuffing. Fine. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Call it whatever you want. I like mine with chorizo. I like it. Ooh, chorizo. He would like that. I love chorizo. No, yeah. It's good stuff. And we found at that savory spice shop, there's a chorizo spice and it's, oh, it's so fantastic. Yeah. So we actually make our chorizo with ground turkey instead. So yeah. it's way less fat. Sometimes pork. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. You'd like it. I'm not a big chorizo fan. Oh, God, this is so good. <laughs> Because it's not greasy. Mm-hmm. Chorizo is usually greaso, and mm-hmm. this is not so. <laughs> right. Not so greaso. Not so greaso. No. I had stuffing at a potluck the other day that had breakfast sausage in it, and it was really mm. good. Wow. See, it's like the chorizo, except mm-hmm. not yeah. as chorizo-y. Absolutely. There's all kinds of things that go with Thanksgiving. My big Thanksgiving thing is to, when you're in the moment, when your people are there and your friends are there, that you be as prepared as possible so you can enjoy the moment. Yeah, prep. That's great. Okay, so then since we talked the stuffing and we have a slight difference of opinion, how about the cranberry sauce? Is it the good kind that comes out of a can or that weird homemade stuff? I like the gelled <laughs> cranberry sauce out of a can that I you like... can slice and put on a roll and then throw a piece of turkey on it. Right, yep. and yep. it has the can shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it tells you where to cut. Right. Right. <laughs> and again, I can say from experience that it's not a taste thing it's a comfort thing it's what we're familiar with it's what we're comfortable right with. exactly and that's part of thanksgiving is that we're surrounding ourselves with people we know and food we're familiar with and memories Absolutely. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. creating new memories and relive an old one i actually do love the cranberries and a can but i also have made fresh cranberry sauce and i really like that as well yeah absolutely yeah, that makes one of us <laughs> <laughs> and of course mashed potatoes and gravy are- oh a must. Right, of course. Yeah, so are you a, a adding stuff to your mashed potatoes kind of person or just we pure potatoes and butter and I, salt? I, I, I'm kind of, it doesn't matter. It's potatoes. You could... Put anything on potatoes, and I love them. I'm a We've potato eating fool. We've done it with cream cheese. We've done it with sour yeah. cream. Garlic. Garlic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Must, well, yeah. yeah, garlic 
it's not even a question. It pretty much goes in almost everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we make mashed potatoes on a regular basis, we use Yukon Gold potatoes okay. and we boil them with garlic and add nothing. Yeah. We just mash just them, run and, them, with them with and they're the really good that way. There you go. Yeah, real easy. And salt. Hickory, Hickory smoked, smoked salt. salt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. As long but, as you get something really fine. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I yeah. don't think that Tony has ever turned down a mashed potato. No. No matter what got added to it. <laughs> However, I may be wrong, but I don't believe I've ever eaten instant mashed potatoes. Now, I could be wrong. Oh. They make great potato pancakes. Mm. Speaking of, that is a day after Thanksgiving treat. It's for breakfast, you would have a potato pancake. Oh, yeah. yeah. Along with the turkey potatoes. sandwiches for lunch, you get the potato pancakes. It's yes. great. Fried in tons of bacon fat. Yep. <laughs> mm, mm. One of my favorite things to make at camp, matter of fact, is a breakfast is a fried potato. And huh. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Those are potato. very good. Yeah, and you get to... Pick your potato, and each potato has a different consistency. It depends on what you want to do with it. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, potatoes are the best. <laughs> I could eat potatoes. All, I, it's so funny when people serve breakfast and there's no potatoes, and it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, at camp one time, I did whatever breakfast I made, and he was like, yeah, okay, but where's the potatoes? He literally got in the truck and drove to McDonald's to get those little potato yeah, those oh, yeah. little, browns yeah. because I didn't put potatoes in the breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he he does with garlic and onion in them, and they get crunchy. Mm. So they're very flavorful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, that's one of the things is that uh, you get to a certain point. You have certain stages you do your recipes in, and each stage is a different action you're going to take, of course. And one of them is when you add certain spices, and you don't want to add salt too soon because it breaks down the oil. Mm -hmm. So, But I do add my black pepper and my crushed red pepper so I can get a little bit of char there, you know, so I can get a little bit of fry there. Yeah, absolutely. And then you crank it up at the end a little bit and get those onions caramelized, that fresh garlic nice and brown, take it (laughs) off, and oh yeah, that's good to go. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So you had brought some things to share, some camp recipe ideas. Well, one of them you got out of me already. Oh. That just just happened organically. Well, (laughs) those are good. Yeah, we we have to have the potatoes when we can. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, it's something that you can do, and I've done it many different ways. Uh, Campfire, doing over campfire adds a certain something to it. However, it's a lot more work for you, the person doing it, because you got to find that hot spot. That right. hot spot in the pan, and you got to make sure you got plenty of fat in that thing, or you're oh, just yeah. going to have yucky, crusty potatoes. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's one of them that they do is, is the potato. And the other thing I love to do is I love to barbecue some ribs. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, we use a pork rib. We can use, uh, you know, St. Louis style or baby back style. Mm. It's uh, it's up to you. I like the extra meaty ones you can get. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you they're know? very good. My yeah. favorite. <laughs> Yeah. So when you start cooking those, you want to make sure that you don't go from just the package, pull them out and put them on the grill. Because they package them, they take all the air out, and I'm not sure what they clean them with. But I like like (laughs) to make sure I pull those out, I let them get some air, and I rinse them off. Rinse them off and pat them dry, and then take that membrane off the back. Are you familiar with that membrane? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to take a paper towel and grab that. We have a corner and, and fight that sucker right off there, but it works pretty easily. Then we season it up. I use simple seasoning. I like the simpler, the better. So, again, we go with our three sisters, which is the, the salt, <laughs> pepper, and garlic. <laughs> you got to have those. Oh, right. And then I let those ribs kind of sit out a little bit and warm up. I don't like to go from fridge to the barbecue. Right. Uh, with beef, you do more. With pork, you know, you got you to be a little bit careful. <laughs> but beef, yeah, I let that sit out and get almost room temperature right. before we cook it. Right. That's the good thing. It starts those fats can release a little bit better. I always started out with a hot grill, 
put it down, the meat side down, and then I turn them all down. And then I flip it over bone side and cook it basically the rest of the way bone side down. Hmm. And then, yeah, I don't add any sauce or anything until the end. No, mm -hmm. that's something that I can always tell a barbecue restaurant. If they have good ribs, there's no sauce. There's sauce on the table, mm -hmm. but not slathered all over them. Because then it's like, what are you hiding? <laughs> you didn't cook the meat right. Yeah, you know, it depends on what part of the country you come from. Well, that's true. Too. That's, <laughs> true. that's true. You've got your dry rub people, and you got your sauce people, and you got your mop. They mop it while it's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where you go or who you cook for, it's always somebody's going to have a opinion right. about how your ribs sure. should be. For That's sure. true. But they'll eat them. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, since he's married to me, he fixes them the way I like, and they just melt in your mouth. And sometimes I won't have anything with them. I'll just sit there like a dog and <laughs> eat a whole bunch of ribs. <laughs> Party. I could do that. Does I Liberty get that. the bones? No. 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 We don't give her table food no, usually. No cook bones for animals. Okay. Calcifies. Oh, that's okay. Good to know. What about you? What's a couple things you make? Well, for Thanksgiving the first time this year, but I've made it at Christmas before, is the mac and cheese with the truffle. I used a truffle cheese previously, but I found the truffle seasoning, which should be good, and a smoked Gouda cheese. So Gouda. Yeah, so Gouda. <laughs> and that will be the first time I've done it on Thanksgiving, but I tend to like easy pot meals because I'm lazy and I don't like to stand over them. So, well, and when you're camping, that's yeah. like, you don't want to stand over the stove all day. Right. Yeah. So I love the crock pot, but they could easily be done in a big pot over fire. Right. And then my second easy easy favorite thing is doing carnitas in the crock pot because oh, you can just eat it by itself or you could throw it in a taco shell and squeeze some lime on it and you've got your street taco mm. and it feeds a lot of people yes that's the type of cooking i like to do the easy lazy cooking <laughs> so i think our question of the week is going to be how many of you bring either a crock pot or instapot with you i think that's a good question because we don't carry necessarily any electronic cooking with us because we boondock so much. If we're going to go somewhere and we where... we have the world's smallest travel trailer. Well, we have a small travel trailer. We don't have the space to just leave a crock pot laying around. But if we're going to be camping where we know that we've got the power, then we can plan that way and we can take one of our literally four crock pots from our house. Crock <laughs> power. Yeah, I think that would be a good question. Yeah. We like to put a fold-up table on the outside next to the outlet and throw a tablecloth over it and that's where we put the crock pot. Yeah. And this year I brought a big roasting pan to do the turkey in and it cooks it super fast and that will be mm. outside. So that way you don't have people coming in and out of the trailer. You have yes. all the food outside so it makes it easier for people to access it. Right. So right. we can be anti-socially distant. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so who has cooked with the solar oven before? I know you talked about no power. Have you yeah, done the solar I haven't. oven? I've, we haven't, we've but we've looked seen at them it. at yeah. Quartzsite. Yeah, we have, what, that, we have looked at them. That's something that has intrigued us, but we have not. And they're small. They're, like they're, they're, they vary. Sausage. They yeah, vary. Yeah, yeah, I haven't cooked in them since I was in Boy Scouts. <laughs> so that's been quite a while. But yeah, what Just a trip. Just a couple of years. Yeah, a couple, couple. years. <laughs> <laughs> but what a, what a trip cooking your food yeah. like that. And you can cook not just a hot dog. You can cook a significant amount, depends right. on your equipment. So that's something to consider, too, if you're maybe not really RVing or if you're boondocking. Mm -hmm. You can you can use that. That's true. Unfolds yeah. and sets up, and you're good to go. Yeah, I think yeah, we should try it at Christmas. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. Do any, none of us have one, right? 
Not yet. <laughs> Maybe Manya. <laughs> no, Manya is all about the big flame. Yeah, I think it would be great to try some different ones out and then get back to the people and tell them, hey, this I worked agree. or didn't work. Or, yeah. You know. yeah. That's a good idea. Who's solar? The solar oven cook-off. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, it'll be overcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I, along with Jerry here, that, that you know, easy is good when you're camping. Yeah, and, for and sure. prepped in advance. Uh-huh. I like prepped, prepped in, in advance. advance. Yeah. If, unless you're a full-timer and then you're always in your RV. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Or unless your goal is to just go there just to cook. I mean, some people love to cook so much that that's what they want to do all day. I want to, well, I never want to cook all day. That's just not who I am. But <laughs> Well, I think it's easy so that way I don't mess it up if I've had adult beverages. I'm not like, whoops, I burned the dinner. Good, <laughs> good point. Like coffee with no cream? Yes. Yeah, okay. that, yeah. yeah that's uh-huh. adult. That's yeah. very adult. <laughs> A little whiskey. <laughs> Irish cream. Yep. So, you know, I mean, some of the, even some of the better things, if you hear of Haystack. No. Yeah, they're pretty good. We would take corn chips, and when you start with corn chips, you can't go wrong. Like Fritos? Right? Yeah, like Frito corn chips, exactly. And then we take a bowl, and I'll put some corn in there, and maybe some, some beans, like uh, kidney beans, and then some cilantro, some onion, cumin, salt, pepper, garlic, of course, this is Lime, right? garlic. Yeah, <laughs> lime. And you shake that stuff up, and then you put it with the chip, take the chips, and you mix it all up, and you just go for it. Ooh, that that's kind of like Dana's cowboy beans yeah yeah kind of yeah and you can do it with you know all out of a can basically if you want to of course, you can you can go fresh, but right. you know it's always nice to be able to quickly whip something off if people pop, stop by or something. It's quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's a reason to always have Fritos. Well, mm-hmm. walking taco is as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, those are oh yeah, gotta have those. Being able to fit through the RV door is a reason not to always have Fritos. <laughs> you just need a bigger RV. That's right. well, I, I that's just it. did an RV review of one that has a 56 inch wide load door. Wow! Wow! That yeah, is, no, I, I got room to. No. <laughs> like a party door. Yeah, it's like a side load door, basically. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> How about desserts? Yeah. That has to be a topic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's the obvious, well, when you're talking cast iron, there's the apple crisp mm-hmm. or something in the, mm-hmm. the cast Dutch iron oven, Dutch yeah. oven. Yep. Yeah, but we just said it's always good to prep ahead of time. So maybe you want to make something ahead of time that you take for dessert. Like cheesecake. Like cheesecake. I love Tony's cheesecake. Which we will be eating tonight. As you listen to this, we will be eating cheese. Well, I don't know if people are going to be listening to this on Thanksgiving. What? Who knows? I don't know. That's the day it'll be released. Right. Well, I think it'd be a great new tradition for people to sit around after having a good meal right. and listening to Stressless Camping. I agree. I totally agree. And then agree. they'll plan next year's there meal. There you go. Well, That's right. Hey, what's on Stressless Camping? Camping, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so cheesecake is, of course, a good make-ahead. Of course, we've been playing a lot lately with s'mores recipes. Yeah. So that's been fun. Yeah, and that's fun because it's a campfire activity. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And I've had desserts in a shot glass before. They're liquid and they're adult. (laughs) However, credit is, if you have Scooby Snack? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's in that? I don't know, but it's green and it's good. (laughs) Okay, we'll have to find that. Yeah. <laughs> we always try to have a drink that we have when we're camping, like the theme drink, the whatever theme drink. happens to be. There you go. Mm-hmm. Is that something you guys do when you go out, or is it beer? Always beer. Fireball. <laughs> well, it's whatever local brewery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Local So good. that's my... That's my thing, but... I change mine seasonally. I either have Fireball and apple cider, or I have Fireball and hot chocolate. 
Oh, okay. Okay. We do that if we know we're not going to go out exploring anywhere. We'll have a right. drink for breakfast, like a Irish coffee or... Yep. That's a crockpot day. Yes, that's yes, a crock pot day. <laughs> Make sure the crock pot is running and then start making the uh, Irish coffees. What do, you, what do you mean I didn't plug it in? <laughs> Time for haystacks. Why are you having cold cereal for Thanksgiving? Well, you see. <laughs> it's turkey flavored. That's yeah. right. Oh, man. Well, any other tips you have for peeps out there? I think the tip would be just to try to enjoy the time that you have when you're out camping with your with family or with friends or family friends or whatever it happens to be. Make the most of it. You know, you don't need to be a gourmet. And most people like food that is simple and familiar and comfortable, especially when camping. Yeah. Right. And making it simple and just enjoying it. That's brilliant advice. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having you here with us. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Absolutely. <laughs> We are here with Chef Mamie Dislin, who we've camped with several times, one of which you brought rabbit and another goat, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? <laughs> we had goat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was good. And Mamie is a terrific chef at one of our local eateries. We always enjoy her food. We follow her around wherever she goes. <laughs> you know? Not like we're stalkers or anything. Well, <laughs> we just really like to eat what Mamie cooks. Yeah, because she's good at it. And so, well, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. You had a super terrific idea for campers for Thanksgiving. For your Thanksgiving turkey this year. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a sous vide smoked turkey for Thanksgiving this year. Can you start by telling us what the heck sous vide means? <laughs> so, <laughs> Who is sous vide? Who is sous vide? <laughs> so sous vide is a process of slow cooking actually in water. There's different ways of doing it from vacuum sealing whatever you're cooking. And it could be anything. It can be from an egg all the way to... A turkey. A turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put it in a bag and then you put that bag in water. You get a sous vide one, which you can buy on Amazon. And then you cook it at a temperature anywhere from 100 degrees to 225 degrees for a matter of 30 minutes to a couple hours. So it's a low heat cooking. A low heat cooking. Okay. And then once you sous vide it, then you take it out and you finish your cooking process, however, you, whether it's roasting, baking, grilling, or smoking. So okay. I think the advantage of that is that it doesn't lose moisture at all. It, no. It retains it. Yeah, exactly. It retains its moisture and then it actually will break down all the tendons, ligaments, and the muscle. So everything's really super tender. And you don't get the burning pot of oil that... <laughs> no, you don't, you don't get that burning yeah. pot of oil that could possibly burn your well house down. Well, darn. <laughs> Being in a firefighter family, I'm sure... <laughs> yeah. You're very familiar We're with very that. very familiar with those burning pots of oil. <laughs> but only from the customer's standpoint, not from your own. No. <laughs> yeah, Mamie comes from a firefighter family, <laughs> So, and then I guess you're not going to put this in just like some tiny container. You've got to have something big enough for a turkey. Yeah. So I've been thinking of this process actually for a couple of weeks because I've volunteered to do Thanksgiving dinner this year, which I never do. <laughs> yeah, because it's like bringing home work. It right? is, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I've been thinking about it and I was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to sous vide a turkey? I got to find a big enough bag. And then like I did some research online and I talked to some friends and then lo and behold, when Nida was like, oh my God, they make Ziploc storage bags. 
So, oh yeah, I have a bag full of sweaters in the garage. Exactly. <laughs> and so you can literally vacuum seal those bags. Right. With a vacuum cleaner. With a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> or you could just push out all the air as possible and then there you go. So actually I bought them. They showed up in the mail today. Nice. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to put that turkey in that Ziploc bag with some stock and herbs and butter. And then I'm going to use an ice chest actually to do the sous vide process in. So the water will be in the ice chest and uh-huh. the bag of turkey will be in the water. Yeah. All right. <laughs> It'll be sitting in my mother-in-law's kitchen for 24 hours. Nice. <laughs> You've done sous vide in an RV before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So it's possible to do, I mean, heck, you could put the ice chest and the sous vide cooker outside because so many RVs have those plugs outdoors. Yeah, the outside and it, sure. plugs. Yeah. Yeah. And the bears are asleep this time of year, but not the raccoons. <laughs> no, not the raccoons. But <laughs> you just could keep the animals out. <laughs> They'll be all playing in the, in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, no. They'll make so a big fat sounds- mess. And so then you said you're going to smoke it after. And then we're going to smoke it, it afterwards, okay. yes. Nice. On a Traeger, I believe. Yeah, we're going to use our Traeger. Yeah. Because we take our Traeger with us yeah. every camping trip. Yeah, Everywhere, they, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we go with Dave and Stacy, who are Mamie's wife's parents. Yeah. And they always bring the Traeger. We need two of them, actually, because... We get all kind of upset when we have to load it into the RV. And I'm like, why don't we just have a second one? Because this is a pain Keep in the butt. Keep it there. <laughs> I like to figure out a Traeger. Instead of the outdoor kitchen that is not so great, wouldn't it be great to have like a compartment and a Traeger slides out? Oh, on the side of the RV? That'd yeah. Be, that would be oh, awesome, actually. Built-in Traeger. Anyone see this rabbit hole coming? <laughs> so it can't take that much voltage. You could possibly wire it in so it just runs off the battery because the electricity is not for the heat the electricity is just to rotate the auger auger. operates the igniter too yeah it operates the igniter and the auger but the heat comes from the pellet right but i mean it's not a constant heat source right so you don't need a lot of electricity for over a long period yeah i've seen like lion energy has shown many a time where they use one of their safari battery packs to run a traeger yep yeah my friend on his food truck has a Traeger that he attached to the back when he's traveling around. But he uses a jumper box. Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, he uses one of those little jumper boxes. Okay. It has Mm. enough power to run it for a couple hours. There we go. I'm seeing distinct possibilities here. Yeah. We need um, an RV with a kitchen that we can rip out. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to, if you have an outdoor kitchen that came with your RV and you don't want it anymore, reach us at stresslesscamping.com and I will bring my tools and my saw and my chainsaw. Well, no, I'll leave the chainsaw. We'll build you a smoker (laughs) kitchen. (laughs) We'll have a portable Traeger kitchen. You know, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Mm. You were mentioning you were going to brine the turkey in advance? Yeah, we always brine it for 24 hours. And so any tips on that process? We just do a traditional brine of the salt brine. That's all I've ever done is pretty much the brine I've grew up with was pickling spice sea salt water, and a little touch of sugar, brown sugar. Okay. And then that also really makes it juicy. I love brining turkeys. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sous vide idea is such a great idea. Such a great idea. Yeah. When I first thought about doing it, it was like, because I just got a new one and it's so like super technical and really nice and runs on my phone. And I'm like, ooh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> turkey. <laughs> I've never sous vide a turkey. Let's try this. Oh, Oops. man. So good. Yeah. Where do we show up to have a bite? <laughs> 
<laughs> Dave and Stacy's, if you guys want to come. That address is 520. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's like hundreds of there's people. There's like hundreds of people. I was like, I only cooked one turkey. <laughs> Everyone gets one little nibble and that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, do you have other families? I don't want to give secret recipes or oh, like anything. Traditional, but family like, specialties yeah. that d- just really say Camp Thanksgiving to you? Yes. So I grew up in the woods. My dad, you know, we grew up in Lake County pretty much my whole life and always done camping and up in the woods. And so my dad used to always cook corn casserole. Okay. Which is a very old dish. I mean, most people don't even know what it is. What is it? So it's cream corn, bread, cornbread mix, and milk, salt, pepper, garlic. That's all it is. I like all those things. Oh. And cheese. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Oh, well, hey. And cheese, of course. And you just bake it. And we actually used to slow bake it on the campfire when I was a kid. Really? I feel like like I've seen it made with like soda crackers, too. Yeah, you can make a soda cracker. There's so many different ways. And it's such an old recipe. When I was a kid, we had it every Thanksgiving and every Christmas. (laughs) When my dad passed away, I looked for that recipe for years. And I was like, I can't find it. I know it's in his cookbook. It was never in his cookbook. It was just in his head. It was just in his head. And it was something he learned from his mom. So for like years, I couldn't make it because I couldn't remember what was in it. And then Miranda one year found the recipe somewhere online or in a book. And she made it for me. And it was like, oh, my God, this (laughs) This is is my dad's corn casserole. (laughs) And so ever since then, since we've been together, which is going on six years now, we make it every year. That's awesome. Those recipes, they instantly take you back to your Oh, yeah. I was instantly, I took the first bite. I was like, swooped up the whole casserole. (laughs) I was so happy. I was like, oh, my God, you are the best wife ever in the world. (laughs) We used to make that every year. And when I was a kid, our Thanksgiving was always outside. So it'd be like all the neighbors because we lived in actually a campground when growing up i grew up in a campground okay so my parents were the managers and there's always campers there all year long and so my dad would cook thanksgiving and he'd invite all the campers to come have thanksgiving with us so we had huge thanksgivings when i was a kid that's That's really awesome wow so you're the perfect expert on camp thanksgiving (laughs) right right. we did all kinds of like you know anywhere from traditional turkey to like what was it two years ago i brought a a goat, a goat leg. Yeah, it yeah. Was so, like yeah. That. yeah, and we smoked it. Yeah, yeah I got that was good. <laughs> I got it from my brother. My brother owns a ranch up on Cobb, and he's like, Here, have a goat leg. And I was like, Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you even came late, and we we're like, All like, oh my God, we're so full. And then you're like, Hey, you have a goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should have a little late. And we're like, What? That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we had Thanksgiving for three days that week. Yeah, we had a lot of leftover food. <laughs> yeah, that was out standing it always is well Mamie thank you so much for being our guest no, and sharing. No that's a great this idea awesome yeah thanks for inviting me I guys. love your idea and I hope it really works out and that we are together for Thanksgiving next oh, yeah. year <laughs> yeah. definitely or we'll just do it again on Christmas yeah. well we'll be in Florida next year so you guys have to come to Florida for Thanksgiving next year I'm, well, okay. I'm good with that yeah. it'll be warmer than it is here yeah it's pretty cold here today yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right well thank you and uh, we'll see you at dinner yeah <laughs> we are so thrilled to be back with our really good friend Manya Tenney who by the way if you are looking for somebody to help you find the perfect rv she is the lady to see over at redwood empire rvs that's right so i used to work with her she knows rvs she knows finance she's 
just a terrific person to to know for RVs. But she's also one heck of a camper. And a heck of a camp cook. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love camp cooking. And we, we love like camp, camp eating. Right? It's all good. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're such a great team of campers and eaters and all that. So with Thanksgiving in mind here, what I enjoy about Thanksgiving is dessert. So I would have oh, to yeah. say <laughs> pie. Pie is good. Yeah. Yeah. I like pie. I like pie. <laughs> exactly. So I have a garden. I'm fortunate enough to have a little orchard out front and I have apple trees and cherry trees. And my favorite is cherry pie. So in the summer, I can pie filling. So you can have pie year round. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's really great at Thanksgiving time. I like to make fresh cherry pie with canned pie filling at the campsite. And you can make it traditionally in a pie dish in your oven. Mm -hmm. I bake in my camp oven and what makes it easy is a pizza stone in the oven to even out the heat. Right. That's a good addition. Yeah, it works excellent. So you could, like I said, you can make a traditional cherry pie or one of the things I really like around the campfire is the pie irons. Oh, yeah. 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 You're the one who introduced us to those pie irons. And That's I right. love them. Yeah, they're great. Pies in the pie irons are awesome. Hand pies is what I call them. Yeah. Personal sized pies. You could use whatever you have. Blueberries, apples, cherries, whatever. So do you use regular pie crust? Well, at the campsite, yes, because it's easy. Yeah. Pillsbury rollout pie crust yep. is simple. And when you can your own filling, it's delicious. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The filling's so good, who cares about the crust? It's true. That's <laughs> yeah, just there to hold it all together and keep your hands cleaner. Exactly. And everybody gets to make their own pie with a pie iron. Yeah. Because yeah. you just kind of stick the thing in the fire and bing, bang, boom, you got pie. And it's it's fun. It's a fun thing to do together as a group. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, you made a pulled pork. It had to have been two years ago. Yes, it was about two years ago. Uh, it was so good. And it was in the RV oven, which a lot of people dismiss as being worthless. But first you put a thermometer. I, yes, I got a standalone like metal thermometer to put in there because the dial is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it is on every oven. It's just wrong. And you can't get low enough because it's low and slow for pulled pork. It's right. Like, yeah, low and slow. So it was, I don't know, two, I can't remember. I'd have to look at the recipe. 200 something. Yeah, low, it was like really. two or 225. Yeah, two, yeah, which two is... or 225. It was very low. And for hours, for yeah. hours. Well, I yeah. remember sitting in your trailer, like drooling all over your seats. <laughs> like, man, this smells good. And then yeah. we did it in the pie irons. We made little pulled pork sandwiches, yeah. heated them up with cheese in the oh. pie irons, and they were delicious. Yeah. It was so good. And that oven, for as many people as are afraid of it, you just nailed it. It was so good. Yeah. I think the ticket is the thermometer. Get a standalone thermometer so you know what temperature you're cooking at. And get that baking stone so it stays yeah, more even because absolutely. otherwise it doesn't really even the heat yeah, out Yeah, I don't use oven. it for anything other than that. It just right. stays in my oven all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't had it break. Never. 
Yeah, and I've gone all over in it. Yeah, and you have the same oven as every other RVer. It's yeah. that suburban. And the square pizza iron is what I have. The square one fits right in there. Pizza stone. I mean, pizza stone. Sorry. Yeah, not a round one, a square one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So we are going to eat well on Thanksgiving today. <laughs> Ooh, absolutely. And we're going to eat pie. Eat pie. <laughs> absolutely. So what about when you do turkey? Do you have special recipes for turkey? I always brine a turkey. Okay. All the time because you can't overcook it then. It won't dry out. Ah, okay. Yeah, so that's what I do. I brine it all the time. And because you brine it, you shouldn't stuff it because it's a salt solution, essentially, is what it is. So I always do... A separate stuffing okay. with sausage and mm. I like sourdough bread. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And I like to toast the bread the night before on Wednesday. I get sliced sourdough and then cut it so you got nice little square croutony type oh, sourdough and toast okay. it the night before and do sausage and onions and celery and chicken broth and a little white wine. Ooh. Nice. Mm. One of the things about your cooking, you are not an out-of-the-box kind of person. You are a, right? I made it fresh. Yeah. And, and you can really taste the difference. Yes. I Yeah, because I have a garden, so I'm lucky. I have an herb garden, so I always have fresh herbs, and I always do a vegetable garden, so that's one of my favorite things, is cooking right out of the garden. Yeah. Among the things, I, I told you all about that Manya is great for knowing about RVs and RV finance. One of these days, we're going to have you here to talk just RV finance. Okay. Yes. Because yeah. she knows her stuff backwards and forwards. Manya also is our gardening consultant. Because <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there is green thumb and there is whatever I have and whatever I have kills stuff. <laughs> but Manya, holy cow, she is the queen of the garden. I love it. I grew up gardening and I enjoy it. It's therapy for me. Yeah, but you're really good at it. We kind of can't have Manya come over without making her go out in the garden and answering a question about something I can't figure out. Yeah. Like, can you come look at my peach tree real quick? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do about this? Oh my God, what did you do to that poor plant? Oh, how funny. Oh, yeah, so stuffing, pie iron, it sounds good. We're going to eat well. Yes, so indeed. It's always a pleasure to have you here, Manya. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Are you hungry? Man. I'm almost like stuffed from listening to all that. <laughs> but I'm also very hungry because yeah, that is right. some good sounding recipes. And uh, we will try to get you a picture of Mamie's turkey in a cooler. In the sous vide. Yeah. Of course, we are recording this and it will be posted on Thanksgiving morning. So we don't have pictures yet. But when the day is done, we may. Right. This week, we're also coming to you with a gadget. <laughs> As you may or may not know, I am writing gadget reviews for other websites, including RV Travel. And so as such, people are starting to send me stuff to review. Hey, try this. We'll let you know what we think. Well, anyway, this week, Sylvan Sport, who makes some pretty nifty trailers, but also camping gadgets, sent me their Waylight. And it's not a really lightweight trailer. It is a walking stick with a light at the top. And there are two actual different lights, one of which is a directional light, like a flashlight. And the other one is sort of an ambient light, which is like a light globe. 
this thing really is very well made. I'm really happy with it. So much so, I bought one for Peggy because it's really neat. Really nice feel in the hand. It's a very solid walking stick that goes from, I think, 34 inches to 52. So a good range of height adjustment and it's like a screw tension adjustment on the walking stick itself so nice handle nice lights very adjustable it has a pokey end <laughs> so you can just stick it in the ground like a spear and it'll light up the campground it's not that bright i think it's like 54 lumen for the yeah but it's a nice light. little glow yeah ambient it, light. nice and then also instead of the <laughs> stick at the bottom it's got some holes so you can stick some skewers in there and use it as your weenie roaster or your marshmallow roasting stick. Yeah, so obviously these folks at Sylvan are camping because this is a really slick gadget. I liked it. It's 50 bucks, but as we record this, I think they had a half price special or they had a deal. So yeah. we'll put a link to that in our show notes. And as a bonus, Sylvan also sent a hacky pack which is a backpack that folds up into its own little bag, becomes a ball, becomes a hacky sack. It's kind of bigger than the hacky sacks I'm used to, but we have a toy in a hacky sack and we have a new backpack, the hacky yeah, pack. It's a very small, lightweight pack, but opens up really big. Very useful, but it won't take a lot of space in your RV. So right. Sylvan's doing some pretty cool stuff. Indeed. <laughs> So last week we asked you a question and we got some pretty good responses. It was it was a little bit of a controversial question and we knew that when we asked yeah, it. Yeah, going in. But we did get responses and we got a variety of opinions about it and basically fly the American flag. Yeah, it was <laughs> That's what the, it boils down to. The question was, do you fly a flag when you're camping and if so, is it just the flag of your country or something else. And I posted pictures of flags that I have flown that are in support of police and fire. And there was somebody who made a very valid point about how those can bother some people. Right. Because they're not the true American flag. Right. And, you know, I respect that. I mean, you know, my goal is to support police and fire. But the bottom line is the American flag is pretty white. Well, of course, if you're in like Australia or Germany, If you're in Australia Germany, listening to this, you might not, not have the same maybe opinion. Maybe the flag, the flag of your country is, is appropriate to fly and offends nobody. Right. So this week we are asking you what your favorite destination is for camping. And I don't mean like a specific city or a specific county. I mean... Do you prefer to go to the mountains, to the beach, to the redwood forest, to the desert? Maybe you actually like to camp in or near a city so that you have access to the culture of that city. Or maybe you have a job and you need to be close to a city. So the question this week is, what's your favorite type of destination? Where do you feel the most stressless while you're camping? Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're clever. So hop on over to our Facebook group. And we will have the links to that in the show notes, of course. And let us know what your favorite destination is. We will write it up as an actual question. Maybe a poll. Maybe I'll write a poll. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Go check it out. Find out. Find out what I decided to do. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pole like that Sylvan Sport walking Next week, stick. I'm going to ask, do you prefer a pole or a oh, question? 
<laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. That's what we got for this fine Thanksgiving. We hope uh, if you're here in the U.S., you're enjoying a terrific Thanksgiving. And even if you're not in the U.S., wherever you are, hopefully you have a lot to be thankful for and just having a great time. For sure. Thank you. We're especially thankful for you being with us here on this little journey that we call the Stressless Camping Podcast. So that's what we're thankful for. Indeed. And we would be thankful if you would tell your friends about it so that more people will listen. That'd be terrific too. We want to give this information to as many people as possible. Yep. You can send them to www.stresslesscamping.com and from there they can... You can, they can, everyone can <laughs> jump off to Facebook and Instagram and all those awesome places that we yeah, are. Yeah, all those places where we are. And of course, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, you know that it is absolutely free to subscribe on any podcast app. And it's available right on our website at www.stresslesscamping.com. It you is. can find the podcast page and you can play it right from there. So if you don't already have a podcast player that you like, no problem. We got you covered. No worries. No stress. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. It's a pleasure to be here with you. We hope you're enjoying a fantastic Thanksgiving. And best of all, happy, happy camping. camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!